Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! We just saw an 11.20 showing of Phantom Thread. And on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. One, one two, two, three, three nine. Eight. I kind of, I was like, I wonder what Jill will give it. And I, I actually guessed eight. So. Okay. I, I really, I had to just land on eight quickly. Uh-huh. I, I don't feel strongly about my score uh-huh. at the moment. Because I need to think about this one. We just ran into our friend Sue, who was at the same showing as us, and fortunately she knew about our podcast and knew that we couldn't talk about <laughs> it, but she, she was bursting to uh, share her opinion, but she was very restrained. I was I admired that. Because um, we've had to have strategies when we've bumped into people we know after movies <laughs> that are like, hey, how'd you like it? <laughs> like, and we have to be like... Either I'll run away. Like, oh, st- Jerry, just let Jill, like, just let Jill thinking, talk to them. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Well, let's not keep people in suspense any longer. David, why such a high score? Uh, I thought it was a really uh, creative take on Gone Girl. <laughs> that movie, oh. uh, the Ben Affleck, um, I forget who the other the actress is in it. But, um, you know, like that's a thriller where there's a twist and the girl gets her revenge in her own dark way. And it's kind of, it's kind of like darkly comedic as well, I'd say. Not as much as this. This was definitely a, a, a dark comedy um, that, like, you could easily miss the laughs um, if you, if you wanted to see it as a drama. Uh, but I thought it was. It you was think very Phantom funny. Thread is should be considered a comedy? I think so. Interesting. I thought it was uh, full of very subtle. I'm not saying jokes. that there weren't. Moments I wouldn't to say laugh. like Golden Globe should put it in their uh, comedy category, but. Okay. Um, compared to, actually, honestly, I didn't even see the trailer for it, um, so I, I don't really know how it was marketed. But you know, it, the poster and um, it was marketed as a romance. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. I think like yeah. a like a one with lots of tension and intrigue. Yeah, yeah. As soon as as soon so you know, I was enjoying the the dressmaking and the performances up to the mushroom scene, but um, I was waiting for it to do something different uh, because it just felt like, you know, like a well-performed uh, drama up to that point with with some I don't even know if the comedy was really showing through at that Sprinkled point. Sprinkled with dark comedy. Yeah. And then the, once the mushrooms hit, I was like, okay that's, this is funny um, that it's taking this turn and now I'm going to be looking for all the little jokes because this is a this is a comedic. I question move. your use of the word comedy. You have to add the word dark before it. I I love that he sees that this is something that makes him more human as opposed to seeing it as a utter betrayal, which he had every right to see it that way for someone who's sticking around. But yeah, I, I, I thought the ending was delightful and again very wickedly funny at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I think that uh, what I was enjoying so much was um, 
when you have such carefully drawn characters like mm. that, it's it's such a delight to watch them and have them take their time when they're so skilled at subtle acting, which both of them were. Yeah. So I was really enjoying the complexity of that because I think even from the get go, you're you're wondering what they see in the other one. You know, like what what is attracting her to him? Mm. What is attracting him to her specifically? Because he is surrounded by beautiful women. So what about her? Mm. And um, you know. I think he kind of shows his um, dominating side to her kind of early on, but there's something in that that she likes. Mm-hmm. So I think they're, they they like the bad sides of each other. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think there's moments of how how can I live with him? And, of course, we relate to her more because how can I live with him means yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge me. I have to kind of ride his um, tempest of a personality mm. and, and do everything that he wants. And whereas if he's going to be annoyed with her and has moments of how do I live with her, it's she's cutting her toast too loudly. Yeah. And that's really irritating. <laughs> so, of course, we're, we're with her and we're on her side. But then she has this very dark side that comes out of, you know, I love her. I love her character of being very um, innocent and eager to do good and and be loved and all these kind of innocent qualities. And yet she's very grounded, even from the beginning when he's asking her questions, she doesn't get um, unsettled by it. I think yeah. she answers his questions right off the bat very um, confidently. Like, in the very beginning when they're both sitting there and there's lots of silence and uh-huh. he's just looking at her and she basically says, I don't mind. I And I, you know, I don't mind that and... Oh, the I staring can, contest? Yeah, like, yeah, the staring contest is a perfect little metaphor. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, like, I don't, I don't mind your I, severity. Yeah. try staring me down because guess what I'm going to win I feel like that was the (laughs) kind of carried through the whole thing but I do believe that she there's something in her that loves him Mm -hmm. sincerely and she wants she wants to sustain it Mm -hmm. so she you know recognizing how um, volatile he is she has to come up with a way of how am, how am I going to... How are we going to love each other? Uh-huh. And I kind of am delighted by the fact that the, the way that they're doing this is her forcing him to, to need her and to slow down and yep. to, you know... And, and to uh, acknowledge his mortality. I mean, mm. I feel like that's a big one is... When he says, I'm scared, when he's sick the first time, I'm scared. And she said, of course you are. Mm. You know, it's kind of him realizing for the first time that um, he isn't a god. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the use of a poisonous mushroom, especially because, you know, as you're watching it, you're just going like, this um, relationship is so toxic, you yeah. know, and it is. And, yeah. and if it were me, I'd be out of that relationship so early <laughs> on, or I'd be addressing those toxic things so early. And, and she was... She would address them, but he just completely balked at it. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. And so she used like her own toxic yeah. toxicity poison to combat his poison yeah. almost, and and then it, they kind of neutral neutralized yeah. each other and um, made it uh, possible for them to exist together. 
the reason I jumped to the comparison to a like the, the broad comparison to a more poppy kind of mainstream movie like Gone mm-hmm. Girl is because Paul Thomas Anderson in the past has made the same references he's he uh, released a movie Magnolia against uh, I think it was Big Daddy Adam Sandler's uh-huh. movie it may have been a different Adam Sandler movie but uh, he looked at the box office totals for his movie compared to Adam Sandler's Big Daddy and he's like how did a movie like that how did an Adam Sandler movie you know destroy my movie that I put my blood sweat and tears into and then he said you know what I'm going to make an Adam Sandler movie my way and then he made uh, Punch Drunk Love ah. which is one of my favorite movies of all time oh I forgot that that was the uh, same so director. so whether he was approaching it that um, literally that's just the way he talks about it in interviews and stuff so I just love that that idea like I guess the kind of meta filmmaking like him thinking about turning a certain certain concept or um, trope on its head in a kind of sly way it's like um, Girl of the Pearl Earring yeah I'm just realizing yeah. it's reminding me a lot of that it's like except, that about Gone Girl um, yeah combined with a very strong woman who not that, the, not that the woman in Girl the Pearl Earring isn't strong, but she—it's a more traditional love story that's more accurate to the time period, sure, perhaps, yeah. shall we say? Yeah. Um, that I was kind of expecting this to be, mm. especially about halfway through, like you're saying, I was kind of expecting it to just be a very well-told story about a muse um, and a yeah and a difficult master um, uh, craftsman. There's like a servant who a passionate artist falls in love with, and, yeah. and so she has to grapple with you know being their lover as well as uh, serving them and all that yeah uh, which is interesting and I could easily watch that but I'm but I'm also glad that yeah or or like Punch Drunk Love I'm glad you reminded me that that's the same um, person with this what's kind of the darker side of relationships and people and what if we let those and out uh, the, the guy who goes like ho, ha, ho, well, ha. sorry that was a terrible Adam Sandler impression <laughs> um, <laughs> David? It's just, I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> that was Adam Sandler? That was, that was my Adam Sandler doing like SNL characters, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll bring it back really... next time I've uh, practiced a bit more. I apologize. <laughs> that was a delight. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. I, but I, but all those things about it that, um. It's better. That's getting better okay. already. Wow. <laughs> You're a quick study. <laughs> oh, dear. Those, that type of a show or just the romance story of it, if you're just taking it at that level, mm-hmm. uh, it had all the... It, had, it, it did that part, that type of a story well in that the really close-up Mm-hmm. Um, I loved you usually saw the reaction of something that was happening as opposed to focusing on the thing that was happening like mm-hmm. if he especially the first time that he has her putting on a dress and he's you know give, um, yeah, the close ups oh it's such a great scene and he's you know the sound of the clasps mm-hmm. and um, how close it is to her skin so that you can almost see you know the pores on her skin mm-hmm. um and it just reminds us how 
intimate it is to have someone dressing you. Mm. Um, oh, jeez, David's gonna do it again. No, no, oh. no. I, I, <laughs> I looked over, I don't know why I was and David like had a mischievous smile on his face, <laughs> and so I thought he's gonna go <laughs> again. How was that one? How did I do? It was a good impression of my impression. Okay. Uh, what about, tell me, uh, what about the character of his sister? Oh, she's great. Yeah. And I, I think that she's important because, well, I, I love that she says, you know, if you're going to kick this one to the curb like the last one, um, I want you to do it quickly because I actually like this one. Yeah. And I think it's really important also that we see the end of the last one at the very beginning. Yep. That really sets the stage for, okay, this is going to be a repeat. Or is something going to change this time? Um, so anyway, the the sister, by changing her demeanor about this, you know, muse that's on the on the rocks with uh, the tailor or dressmaker, you you kind of understand what the stakes are. You you see the more um, measured version of him through her, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll, I, and so generally she's you know completely on his side and supporting him and. Um, just kind of like guessing every whim he's going to have. But then when they face off, it's really fun to see the sparks yeah. fly between them. And it's almost like, I, I kind of imagine that she hasn't really done that much. And once they have um, Alma living in the house with them for a while, is when she, almost as if she admires what Alma is trying to do with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it kind of shows... You know, it's it's as if she's trying to show these women. This is. How, do you want to stay here? This is what you have to do to stay with this man. Yeah, is what I'm doing. But that's not a love relationship. That's right, that's right. what a sibling can do. A family right. member can do. Yeah. Um, and he clearly needs his sister and and um, loves her in his own brotherly way. Yeah. Um, but it's much more of a practical type of need. And this, you know, searching for a mother figure. He really misses his mother and wants a mother fig- figure. And mm. it's kind of like instead of just hoping for this ghost of a mother, he has these women in his life who, you know, he could let go of this phantom. Right. And <laughs> um, accept it from someone who's alive. Yeah. It's like she makes him better by making him sick. Basically, uh-huh. yeah, it's like he has an illness. She recognizes it, and she makes him better. She cures yeah, she him. Pre- she prescribes more sickness by giving him like a a physical sickness as opposed yeah. to a metaphysical sickness. Mm. Remind me also a little bit of a uh, secretary, which is uh, yes, you saw secretary. I did. Yeah, um, sim- similar like dark humor. Mm-hmm. There's not like yeah. a lot of. Uh, Oh, definitely. You're absolutely right. It's very similar to that. That's a dark one, boy. <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask you, so the movie obviously has us on the side of um, Alma in terms of uh, the narrative. She's our protagonist. But is there other characters, like, who, who do you relate to more um, as another character? Daniel Day-Lewis's character or his sister, Cyril? Who do I relate to more, Daniel Day-Lewis or his sister? Yeah. His sister. I relate to Daniel Day-Lewis more. What? I, I can be I can be re- really irritable. And uh, I need to sometimes be shown that I'm being irritable. Because I, in the moment, I just see this as the only way. 
the only the only truth is the fact that I am feeling discomfort at this moment and I need to express that. I think my family can be like that in general. Interesting. <laughs> Um, in so a very I, small way, I see what you're saying. <laughs> like, I, I can get moody, and I, I don't necessarily hold back uh, my my thoughts when I'm feeling that way. Interesting. <laughs> Is what you're saying that you would like me to make you sick yeah, but more like, often? Yeah, but, like, go a little bit hard, more hardcore, like misery okay. style. Oh, okay. Because let me tell you something else about David. He does not like being sick. That's, that's another else thing. Or or any sort of more than mild discomfort. Yep. That's why I get irritable. Whereas Daniel Day-Lewis... Oh, yeah, that's true. ...is, like, into it. He is into it. Yeah, I'll have to think about this a bit more. Um, That's big of you to admit that, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's really interesting. Yeah. And if... if so I say the sister, Cyril... Which I love that name, and I don't think I've ever heard it before. I, I love that name, too. Um, Baby name. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Nobody read into that, please. <laughs> there are maybe other characters I would relate to more than those two. Like literally every other character. Basically, that's my, that's my guess, any of saying. the ones that don't have lines <laughs> in that movie, that's who I relate to. Cool. Um, the old lady who's like, you can help me by pinning the ribbon. That's me. Gotcha. Please help me do my job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I was really slow on the pickup that it was the doctor that she was talking to. Oh, at the beginning? Yeah, because they show his face, okay. and I think you're supposed to remember yeah, that I, when you see him again, that that's that who too. it is. And So it took me a really long time to I realize I think that's also that's really funny. She's, she's saying con- all that to confiding him. in him like... By the way, the the reason you come over so often is um, you're kind of like our our uh, our paramedic that we have like on call for like our stunt thing kinky. that we do. <laughs> yeah, kinky, kinky, kinky uh, marital counseling. <laughs> <sighs> well, we're home. Happy Olympics, everybody! Happy Olympics! Oh my gosh! Should start another podcast reacting to the Olympics. <laughs> oh, we're very excited. Um, That's all. We're going to leave the car now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.